Hi, everyone. Welcome to How to College for First Gens, our podcast where we get together over some coffee to have real conversations about what it's like to be a first-generation student before, during, and after college. If you are a new listener, our goal as first-gen students is to share knowledge that we've gained along the way, learn a bit more about the experience from other first-gens, and hopefully help others going through some of the same challenges we've experienced by sharing lessons learned from fellow first-gens. I'm Cody Daly, one of the show's co-hosts, a first-generation college student living in Chicago, Illinois whose job as a post-secondary counselor is to help and inspire the next generation of first-generation students. Today's episode is all about art colleges. Believe it or not, but across the country, there are colleges that specialize in the arts and offer several different majors in the creative and art fields. For students who really love digital animation, illustration, studio art, marketing, design, graphic design, just to name a few. These might be good destinations for them as they go off to college. Today, you'll hear from two first gens, one who currently attends an art-specific college, and the other attended and graduated from an art college and is now working in the artistic and creative industries. You will notice through their conversations that art colleges are a bit different than maybe your standard university, and they offer a lot of unique benefits and processes to their students. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode on art colleges. We continue today's conversation on first gens attending art colleges with a current college student, Cheyenne. Hi, Cheyenne. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for being here. Uh, we're super excited to have you on our podcast today. So Cheyenne, today we're here to talk about art colleges. But before we get started on that, I'd love to have you introduce yourself to our audience. Hello, everybody. I am Cheyenne Janik. I am currently a student at College for Creative Studies. I'm going into my junior year in advertising design. But before I headed into Detroit to attend CCS, I actually went to high school at Ubley High School. And a little bit about my family background, I actually grew up with my grandparents most of my teenage life since 13 until about 18 years old. So they raised me through those biggest moments of high school and getting prepared to go to college. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. I would love to start by kind of going back in time and talking about your, the college process for you or the post-secondary process. Yeah. And I'm curious, going back to, you know, maybe like junior slash senior year, in terms of your post-high school plans, what options were you considering and what were some of your goals? Well, a really, really massive thing for me was all that was going through my head is that my biggest goal is to not fail here. Like, like I had to get out of my hometown. Like the next step was for me to step out of a very confined area and really just put myself out there. And academically, I was pretty lost. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. All I knew what I was good at was art and design because that is all I really put my biggest efforts in in high school. 
So when I was considering looking at colleges, I was only going to go in some sort of art career path. It was debating between art psychology, art therapy sort of stuff, or if I just really wanted to jump in and go straight to an art school. And at this time, I had I didn't even know it just a single private art and design school even existed. I did not even know those opportunities were there for me until my art teacher was like, girl, let me tell you, you're going to art school like you can do it. And I was like, no way that didn't feel possible to me because I didn't even know that was a true reality. So yeah, once I actually found out that a singular art school actually existed, I found CCS. And before even touring the college, literally being in Detroit one time of my life, I applied before Christmas of my senior year and I got accepted. And I knew that this was my only way out. So I went with it. That's it. I love that you kind of shared that for you, this was an option that you didn't even know existed. You know, it's so interesting to me, many first gen students They sometimes end up going to the schools or finding out that the school that they're going to that's the best fit for them is a school that they didn't even know existed. You know, sometimes those other options out there that we might not know about are are really good options for us as well. So Cheyenne, looking back, and you can, this could even be before high school, but historically, what have you enjoyed most about art or creative courses? What really connects you to that sort of work? I think one of the biggest things for me is they were always smaller sized classrooms and you always had very similar like-minded people. Like, and it almost became a community within itself. I would walk in that classroom and the classroom felt like home to me. Like it was a comfortable space where you really could just share your ideas. I think that was my favorite thing is it because it came became a safe zone for me and I felt safe being able to basically create whatever my mind came up with or whatever I was passionate about in that moment so I that is definitely the biggest thing for me is that like I felt safe and being able to create and have that sort of freedom, especially in school where everything is so you need to do this. And, you know, there's there wasn't really rules. There isn't really rules in art when you think about it. It can truly be whatever you make. So I think that was the coolest thing. It felt so freeing to be there. I'm continuing on. So you mentioned that you really resonated with the creative and and artistic fields and industries. And I know you mentioned a few um, different career options and that you're, that you were connected to art schools specifically. Um, But in that moment that you decided, okay, I'm going to go into the art industry. Did you feel any sort of reluctance about that decision? And additionally, were your friends and family supportive of that decision? You know, it's funny you bring that up because no, not at all. I didn't have that support of, oh my gosh, this is so amazing and you're going to go off to college and you're going to be so successful. I got responses from my grandparents of you're going to be a starving artist and I had my friends in high school who really didn't take it seriously. Um I think they truly thought I was going to be sitting in a classroom like 
doing brush strokes and just drawing all day long, I suppose. I don't I don't think they saw anything anything serious coming out of it. It was just kind of she doesn't know what she wants to do, so she's going to go just have fun and paint in her room type of thing. Um which was really degrading. Um because somebody like myself who really understands what being a creative can do for you as a person and how impactful it is for a community. It really made me feel disconnected and like I wasn't doing something right or I wasn't going to be as successful as my friends who are going into dental school or to be optometrists, stuff like that. So yeah, it really doesn't make you feel that good when people don't see the true potential in artists. Absolutely. You know, and I think our society prioritizes or or emphasizes certain industries, especially industries that tend to historically, statistically make a lot of money. But, you know, there is that fine line of making sure to not put other industries down. Because let me tell you, art, <laughs> artistic industries are not just someone painting in their room our communities would not be what they are today without the creative people in the world. And so I think, yeah, that's a great kind of call to action that you mentioned to have respect for the industry. And I think your experience from, you know, support from family and friends and peers, I think is one that, that often a lot of students feel, you know, those that plan to go into the art industry. Looking back at your college search, I know that you mentioned that you were connected to the art-specific schools, which you, you didn't even know really existed at the time. But I'm curious, what other schools were on your radar at that time? You know, what other schools were you even considering college-wise? Yeah, so I was considering SVSU just because I was very familiar with the area. It was almost like that safe spot, you know, if you didn't have another plan that's where that's where I was going to go and some I was going to take art education. And then I was also looking at Wayne State and then CCS. So I only had three colleges in mind. And when I, I got accepted into SVSU and I actually didn't get accepted into Wayne State. And I was and I knew about SVSU and Wayne State before I knew about CCS. So I was like terrified. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I get to go to a college where everybody from my hometown is going to go and then I'm just stuck here forever. And nobody in this area is going to take me seriously if I'm going to an art school. And it was one random day in my art class, my art teacher was like, you know, Cheyenne, there's actually this art school in Detroit. It fits you perfectly. And as soon as I got accepted, there was no other questions about any other schools. Like it was an immediate yes. It was almost it was just that gut feeling that you get where you're like, yes, like this is exactly where I need to be. And I truly, truly can say this like with my whole heart that CCS is the best decision like so far of my life. I, I'm still young, but so far, like the best decision. It's been a really great experience for me. That's awesome. And it's it's the passion that you have for that school and, and the connection you have to that school comes off so genuinely. And so it's always great to hear fellow first gens who found their place, you know, found their home and, and found their destination. 
So that's actually really cool that you had the chance to apply to, you know, CCS, which is, you know, an art specific college. Um, But then you applied to some other, I guess I would say just general, you know, university college types. Um, Can you explain maybe the difference between the two? Or can you talk about like how the application process went for you when applying to CCS? Yeah. So my my biggest question was like, okay, how do I do this? It was telling me I had to make an art portfolio. And I was like, what is an art portfolio? <laughs> like, what could this be? So from different colleges, you know, I had this fear because it was private. And of course, being insecure about my own work and having to show that to people. And it was basically, if your art portfolio isn't good and they don't think your work is good, you're not getting in. So it doesn't really matter who you are. It's about what your work looks like. So having that sort of like fear and major insecurity in that process was terrifying. But if I had any advice to anybody is that now going to this school and understanding the real process that they go through is you have so much room to grow in your creative your creative field that the stuff you turn in they that they understand that they know that they understand that you're coming straight from high school you don't have necessarily any real world creative experience um so like putting together that portfolio and i didn't um seek out anybody to even review my portfolio because i didn't know what it meant i was just like okay i just have to get my work together and put it in a file and hopefully this is good enough. Reaching out to your art teachers is probably the best thing you can do. Um, Watching videos on what a portfolio should look like. And also through that whole process of applying to an art school rather than just a normal university is, I would say the only big difference is that you have this portfolio and all of this work that really represents you and is in a sense like being vulnerable to be able to like share that with other people. So yeah, I think that was probably the hardest thing for me, my biggest insecurity and the only difference from other colleges. Yeah. So for first gens listening, I think in most metropolitan areas, they offer this to first gens, but I know like in the Chicagoland area, they have portfolio review days. And so like once or twice a year, a bunch of art colleges will come like to Chicago and and students, high school students can actually get feedback on their portfolio. So, you know, wherever you live, if you live near a big metropolitan area, Texas, California, various places, maybe check in with your art teachers to see if that's an option. Because I always refer students to it. I think it's cool to get that that feedback. As you said, it would have been helpful as well. So um, definitely look out for that. This might be a silly question, but <laughs> were there specific requirements within the portfolio? Um, actually, yes, there were requirements. I had to have a few I actually had to have a digital piece in there. And luckily, I had one digital piece that I was able to put in there. It's not something I even wanted to show anybody. Like I was that was my first digital art piece I've made in my entire life. And I had to present that to a private art school in my portfolio. And I was like, there's no way they're going to see this and they're going to be like, she cannot come in here. But yeah, I had to have... um, some charcoal drawings, which luckily like that was 
that was just my thing. So I had so many of those, but yeah, there were very specific things that you had to have in there. And my, the thing is, is there's not always going to be a piece that you create that's going to fit in those categories. From my experience, especially if you go to a really small school that they don't provide those materials for you, I would say start practicing those things on your own and if you don't have them when you're working on the portfolio, truly just submit other work. Although those are the requirements, there are times that they are going to look past those things because, you know, they're essentially they're just looking at your work and seeing what sort of potential that they see. And art and design colleges, if anything, they need us more. They they need artists and designers. So really, if you don't have those pieces, just put yourself out there submit what you can and hope for the best. Now, a really important part of understanding art colleges is the cost. You know, many art colleges tend to be private and statistically, um, private schools tend to have that bigger sticker price, that first price you see, not before any you know, uh, before any scholarships are given out, but that first initial price that you see. And I'm curious, what was your experience with the scholarship and financial aid process as it pertains to attending CCS? Yeah. Um, Well, of course, like you had said, when you see the price of an art school, because they typically are private, um, it is terrifying. I was like, I've never even seen this amount of money in a bank account or in my hand in my life. And my initial thought was, there is no way that I can afford to go here. And that was my biggest struggle with going to this school. It wasn't, um, you know, really, it wasn't necessarily like navigating of, you know, how am I going to get down there? How am I going to move all my stuff down there? And all that sort of stuff is like, how am I actually going to afford to go to school? And with scholarships, luckily, I know CCS in general gives out scholarships very often to students. And I was able to get roughly half of my tuition covered um, just from a CCS scholarship. And financial aid did pick up like a decent chunk for me. But that process was so, so hard for me to go through financial aid and do it having to do all that paperwork because I had to do it all by myself. I didn't have anybody to guide me besides my counselor at school. And even then, you know, sometimes counselors are more helpful than others. And I just didn't have that much help. And so what I had to do on my own was go out and take out those extra private loans, which I feel like so many college students have to do. But when you don't have a parent who is, you know, taking out those loans for you or some sort of adult in paying on those things, it is even extra scary that, hey, I now have to take out these loans and I have more money than I've even ever had in my life in debt. And um, going through that process in a way is pretty degrading and it definitely goes through your head. No, I shouldn't go to art school like I shouldn't go here. I can't, I can't even afford to go here and I don't belong here. And if there's any advice that I can give is just do it. Like go. There are so many students that you're going to go to art school with your friends, friends that you're going to meet, even your professors that literally said, 
I cannot afford to go here, but I'm here because I want to be. And that is something that you will find within this community in art schools is that we really can't afford to be here, but we want to be here so bad. And once I found that out, my fear of being in debt and having all this money, you know, it like taken out in loans kind of just went away. It was, you know, I wanted to be here and I'm going to make that effort and reach my goals and really just achieve what I what I want to be. And I think if you just keep that mindset and forget about these other things that in the end are kind of uncontrollable, just focus on you and your career and what your goals are in life. And if you're responsible, everything's going to play out. I do just want to ask one additional follow-up. You mentioned you got some scholarships at CCS. So, you know, obviously with schools like, you know, music schools or art schools or, you know, those types of schools, they will sometimes offer like scholarships, but then they'll offer competitive scholarships, more competition-based. Were any of your scholarships competitive scholarships, or do you know if, if CCS offers those types of scholarships? Um, yes, yeah, CCS does offer competitive scholarships, especially in advertising. Um, that seems to be one of the most competitive programs there based on like scholarships and awards. And I did myself apply for some competitive scholarships, but did not receive those um, just because, you know, there's so many different people competing for them. And sometimes you just don't get them. And that also was something that was really hard for me is because if I needed anything more, it was just money to go to school. And when you put all this work into these competitive scholarships, which are very, very time consuming, it's kind of, it just ruins kind of your self-esteem in a way. You're just like, well, why wasn't that art piece? Because typically the scholarships are based on your art pieces and essentially how you phrase them and how you present them. Um, so I always recommend in push anybody to compete for those competitive scholarships because if you get them, that's great. If you don't get them, that's also okay because it is such a learning experience. I learn so much every time I go through the process of applying for scholarships, whether it's reading something new or becoming a better writer or learning how to present my work better. Yeah, apply for those scholarships. 100%. All right. Well, let's continue on and close with kind of your college experience and kind of maybe some of your future goals in your career. Um, and I would love for you, if you don't mind, to start. I know we've mentioned CCS a lot, but you are a current current student at CCS. Would you tell our audience a little bit more about CCS? I know it's such a unique, very interesting, innovative school. Um, could you give them some background? Yeah. So for the ones who don't know, CCS is located right in Detroit. So Detroit is a very creative environment to be in. There's artists and designers everywhere. So there couldn't be a more perfect place for an art school to be. But for CCS within itself, I truly don't know how many programs they have, but they're broken down and specialized into like a communication design and advertising. You have crafts and glass blowing, transportation design, product design, and the, the list truly just goes on of 
things you can specialize in. And I luckily have been able to pick up a minor. So I am majoring in advertising and I'm minoring in photo. But one of my favorite things about CCS is regardless of what program you decide to enter in, you're going to be able to dabble in a little bit of everything because they have your academics set up where you have almost these extracurricular things you want to do. So even though I'm going into being in advertising and pursuing a career in creative writing, I also am going to take a class for glass blowing and learning about materials and fabrics, which doesn't really have much to do with my major and my actual career, but those are just other creative aspects you get to dabble in and may take into your personal life to craft on your own or into the actual industry. But another thing about CCS is the environment there is beautiful. I have never felt so accepted and welcomed somewhere ever in my life than this school. And I truly think it has to do with the mindset of people who are there. The people who are there are constantly pushing for change and a more positive environment. And if anything, that's what this world needs. It needs more of that. (laughs) Um, So going in there and it essentially feels like a safe zone. You're able to go there and create. And I will say, although it is fun and you're able to create, it is hard. It is very, very hard because you're constantly competing with everybody. Um, It's very competitive. But although it's competitive, it's also very supporting. And my classmates that I work with aren't only my classmates. They're my friends that I even hang out with like outside of projects and school sort of stuff. Everybody is just close there. And it is a really great environment to thrive in. But if you're considering an art and design school, you need to be ready for the work. You need to know that you are going to college and you're not going to have a normal experience like a typical university. You know, you see these kids in college, you know, out partying and doing this and that and, you know, just having a lot of fun and kind of living the life. And when I went to school, that was not my experience at all. My experience was I spent my weekends doing work and my nights rather than, you know, going out to eat with my friends doing work. It is a really big commitment, but if you really care about investing in yourself and your future and art school is in your plans, I think it is a great decision. And I will say something on top of CCS, they are extremely great at pushing you to network and networking is one of the most important things you can do and forever do. Your networking will never stop. They constantly are having professionals actually in the industry. Like I have met professionals from ad agencies and have been into ad agencies because of CCS. I have professors who work at ad agencies and I've been able to go into their work and learn things and actually team up with them and work on some projects. And that like if CCS does anything for you is they really, really push you into the professional field. And since your freshman year, they you start making those connections immediately. And I believe that's exactly why they are so successful. 
That's awesome. And alongside those, you know, connections and the different experiences that an art college can give you, do you believe art schools are supportive and can be supportive to first-gen communities? Um, Does CCS have any sort of first-generation supports or groups built in? Actually, they have just started that this summer, and I'm actually part of I'm a mentor for a group of first-generation college students. So this is the first program that they have opened up since I have been there. So my my experience of getting help and having programs for being a first-generation were not open my first two years. But now there is also a first-generation first-year experience class at CCS, which everybody is required to take a first-year experience. But they have one just for first-generation college students, and which goes over stuff like financial aid in the loan process and other ways you can get financial assistance even outside of school sort of stuff and what sort of opportunities and help that you can get to succeed. And also, it's not just technical stuff, but also help It helps emotionally, too, to realize that you're not alone because that's how I felt. I was like, there is no way anybody else is going through this hard of a time trying to go to college that I'm having issues with. So I am super, super thankful that CCS has incorporated these programs to start in this next coming fall. And I am super excited that I have the opportunity to mentor and also help teach this class. So I think this is the start. This is a really good start for this sort of stuff. And I don't think they thought it was an issue because... It's really not talked about that often of how much first-generation college students actually do struggle or how many of them there are. That's great. And those those, um, first-year experience programs, I should say, they have amazing levels of success. That's why you see so many colleges nowadays really require typically or highly recommend those first year experiences because college can be a huge transition as you've already alluded to and even for non first gens there's there's there are struggles there but that's really cool to to have them create that that first year experience specifically for first gens i think that that's going to make a huge impact All right. Well, Cheyenne, to close, you know, I would love to just ask an open question. If there are any first-gen students that are listening to this episode right now who are considering going into the art field and specifically considering going to an art college, what sort of advice or words of wisdom would you have to offer them? I would say if your heart is telling you and you have that gut feeling that this is what you need to do, then you need to go for it regardless of what anybody else is saying, regardless if it's your parents or if it's your closest friends. You're the one who has to live with your job for the rest of your life, not your parents and not your best friends. Um, You need to do what's best for you. And Art and Design School is a beautiful, crazy, very inspiring experience. So just go for it. Well, thanks again for being here today, Cheyenne, and for sharing your experiences with our audience. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to be here today. Awesome. Thank you so much.
We complete today's episode on first gens in art schools with a post-college graduate, Richie. Hi, Richie. How are you? Hi, Cody. I'm good. How about you? Good. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We're so excited to have you on today's episode, an episode where we will be discussing first gens at art schools. But before we get started with that topic, I'd love to have you introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, Yes. Uh, Well, as you mentioned, I'm Richie. I was born in Monterrey, Mexico, raised in Houston, Texas for for 25 years. And then I moved out to the greater area of LA about three years ago to pursue my career in animation and media arts and whatnot to one day produce my own films. And I'm also a um, illustrator and author. Um, I just published, I published my first book 2018. I'm currently working on my next two books that's soon to be coming out. So it's been pretty fun. Been doing this. I've been an artist all my life and trying to represent my community, my my family, my uh, my family's legacy and whatnot. So, yeah, it's been great. But that's basically what I've been doing. Writing, illustrating and visual development. That's just basically what my career is. Awesome. And so excited to learn more about how you've gotten to this point in your career and all of the different experiences you've had today. And Richie, you are also a first-generation college student, and I'm curious, when did you first realize you were first-gen, and how did that identity make you feel? Well, when I first, you know, told my parents that I wanted to go to an art school, the Art Institute of Houston back then, I, you know, I realized that at that point, I was technically the first in my family to go to that kind of college to pursue the artist career and whatnot. And it, it just came out of passion because it was something that I wanted to do for a long, long time. And that's what, what I saw myself doing for the rest of my life. And my parents were very supportive of me and they knew that this is what I wanted to do, even though uh, they didn't fully, fully understand. Well, my mom, especially, <laughs> she wasn't expecting me to be pursuing in, in the art creative field. But at the end of the day, she was very supportive. She was always there for me. Just as my dad, my dad's an artist, so he fully understood my choices, my decision to go to an art school, to do an art major. That's where I got my bachelor's at the Arts of Houston. But it felt very great to, at some point, to be, you know, going through those six years of hard work and um, and for them to see, you know, their young son, because I'm the youngest of my eight siblings. So it was very, it was very great to see my family there watching me as I walked down the aisle to just get my bachelor's degree, the first artist with a major in my family. So it was, it was something to, to cherish. Yes, and those are, like you said, such such historic moments and such memorable moments, moments that will always live within us. So I'm curious, you know, especially for first gens, there's not only pressure and, and thoughts around going to college and doing that, but there's even nowadays, you know, well, what are you going to do in college? You know, college can be transformational, not just in the experience, but also the degree that you get and the job opportunities that you can have with that degree. When you thought of going into the the arts and the creative industry, what did your family say? How did they react to to that decision? Well, my my dad and most of my family, if not all, were very happy and supportive of my decision. Uh, the only one I would say had a hard time to accept 
the, my choice was uh, my mom because she's she's very traditional. She wanted me to pursue something else, like for example, being a lawyer or a scientist or something else that is non-creative related. It was hard for her to know that something that she thought was just a hobby in the beginning, you know, was going to become my future. She, I guess it was a something that she wasn't prepared for. She or she wasn't really ready for that. But then she accepted she's very supportive but she does once in a while she she gets concerned about the fact that it's a very competitive field and i believe it was one of her fears back then as well and it is a very competitive field i'll tell you that but but yeah it's it's one of those it's one of those careers that one of your parents is gonna is bound to be happy for you and the other one is bound to be upset It's hard to get both of them at the same time. But I would say she was she was the only one that had a hard time to accept that. All right. Well, looking back at the application process, do you remember what it was like to apply to the art school? It wasn't a very tough process, I, I believe. It was very quite straightforward and simple. But you do uh, in the beginning, I did have to meet a, cons- a uh, I think it was some kind of consultant or uh, advisor, I believe, or something like that at first to consult where I needed to be in, what major I wanted, what degree I wanted to be, and obviously the major and my strengths and weaknesses and whatnot, and for them to relay the information and uh, the history of the school. So that was pretty fun. And then obviously you get a tour guide. And once you decide that this is what you want to do, obviously you you start the application process. Now for us artists, because I was at the time, I was... I, I, I wanted to be in the, uh, the animation media arts category major. So for us, animation artists, we had to apply using a portfolio. And it sounds very fun, but you have to be very careful because, you know, there are some requirements. You have to there are some uh, rules you, you have to follow for your portfolio. You know, you cannot just draw a bunch of sketches, bundle them up and then just show them. <laughs> <laughs> that does not that's not how it works. You have to properly put everything together nicely, presentable, professionally, trying to make it seem like, you know, if you're applying for a job in a sense. And that's kind of like the portfolio. You're showcasing your strengths. You know, you want to show them you're you're showcasing your best work at the time. And that's what I was doing. I know I was bringing all my my uh, my drawings, everything that I have colored well, everything at the time that I considered good was showcasing that. And um, it was all like in um, it wasn't digital, uh, but it was more shown like in a folder type of portfolio. And so they were scamming through it. They were giving a little bit of feedback and what they thought and whatnot, if I have potential. And the portfolio alone for us artists is what really would determine if we were fit for the degree. So I was anxious to know what 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 was going to be the outcome. I think it took maybe about a week, a week and a half for me to hear back from the school to tell me, hey, you congratulations. Uh, you were accepted to be in the bachelor's of media arts and animation. I was like, oh, man, I was, you know, I, was, I feel like I was the happiest guy in the whole world at that point. I finally got into the art school. I finally got into what I wanted to do. So the portfolio played a very big role in the application process. It wasn't hard, but one one just has to know what you're showcasing. Awesome. Well, now let's talk about really art schools in general and, and really the benefits and the experiences within those. 
So first, I'd love to ask this, you know, every college in America is going to have some sort of art program or art major, you know, mm-hmm. um, University of Houston, University of Texas, you know, they're all they're all going to have some sort of art major. But what do you think is the big benefit or benefits of attending an art specific institution as opposed to majoring in art at a more comprehensive institution? I would say it would showcase that you really just want to be involved in this type of world. It would showcase that wherever you go, you want to be just solely in art, creating visuals, creating stories, creating paintings and whatnot. That's your world. That becomes your your universe, in other words. You don't want to you don't want to be involved in anything else. It's going to some of it may distract you. You don't want to be distracted with other curriculums. You don't want to be distracted with other courses. You want to be solely focused. This is what this is your life. This is your 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 this is you. Uh, that's how we artists approach it. That's how I approached it. So me being involved in an specific art college made me feel like this is my world. This is who I am. This is what I want to be. I'm sure that you can get great experience from going to and you know majoring in art and other colleges that are not specific art um, related. I'm sure it'd be fine. I'm not saying they're not they're not good at all. You can do that. But if you really want to be an artist for sure. This is who you are. This is what you want to be forever. Why wouldn't I go to an art college that it's has other artists who are trying to do the same thing as you? There's art teachers that fully focus on you to develop your craftsmanship. Every day is art. Every hour is art. Everything. And that's the beauty of it, being in, involved in an art college. Yeah. And going on to that, can you talk about any sort of career related or like internship experiences that you had at your art college that really stood out to you or that you remember the most? Uh, let's see. I do remember um, this one or like maybe two, but one of the few things that I do remember a lot is that uh, my school did brought in, I think he was a Japanese artist or some artists who worked at Disney or one of the big, production companies out here in in California, he went over there to do like a speech or like a workshop or something like that. And he wasn't the only one. There were some other 3D artists that came in to also do like a workshop. Uh, I think those workshops are always so great. And I was highly more involved in the ones that were more 2D traditional animation, which means, you know, the ones that are more hand-drawn versus digital work like 3D or any of that. Uh, I just wanted to be more in the traditional way. So when they would bring in these artists once in a while to give speeches and do a workshop, you know, and a conference, a large room, and all the students from our department, we you know, were invited to, to attend. So I always made it my goal to attend those workshops, no matter what. <laughs> it was just so worth it. You know, just learning their experiences, learning their, their career a little bit, learning about their what motivates them to do what they do every day to produce movies or help produce movies see them drawing or any of that it's just amazing other than that yes the workshops would definitely be one of those things that i will remember for learning a lot 
And alongside the career experiences, you know, I think this is a pretty (laughs) common thought, and I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but a a lot of people wonder, well, how much money can I make in, in the artistic or creative industry? But can you talk about the earning potential within the art artist industry and how that played a role in you selecting your your career or how your views on the earning potential has changed at all maybe over time well it really depends on the individual of how they want to pursue their career but me personally it was never about the money to be to be truthful uh in the beginning it was just because that's what i wanted to do it's like a calling you want to be a lawyer you want to be a scientist no matter what the hardships are no matter what that's who you want to be and nothing else matters and if money comes later on then that's the best thing you know you want you want to get paid to do what you love doing that's the best part but i never thought about oh how much money would i win how much can i get out of this no absolutely not if you go with that mentality the beginning you're not gonna lo- you're not gonna last long unfortunately <clears throat> you're gonna get easily either disappointed or something i'm not saying artists get paid low no absolutely not at this point i've learned that there are artists out there or departments that pay artists a lot of good money i cannot say exactly how much because it varies from department to department uh visual development artists which is more expertise where that's where i am at they get paid a certain amount it juggles back and forth there's art directors, there's color artists, there's ink artists. There's so many departments within the entertainment industry that everybody gets paid differently, but really well, at least decent enough for everybody to have a good live. But at the end of the day, I believe it's not about the money if you're an artist. I can get paid maybe less than what I'm earning now, but if I'm doing what I'm lo- if I'm doing what I love doing, then I'm the happiest man alive. You know, there's a difference. There's that's what makes us. It's about the passion and about your working to make a difference in this world, visually and creative. That's what matters. All right, and then Richie, just finally to close, um, if there are first gen students out there listening who are considering going into an art field and and considering specifically attending some art schools after high school. You've offered so much advice um, to them in in different areas today, but are there any additional words of wisdom or advice that you'd like to share to those students out there that that want to pursue those opportunities going forward? Yes, uh, I would tell them that go for it. You know, you have the power to make the choices you have and you are making. And those choices will, will determine whether or not who, I mean, who you're going to become later on, of course. And uh, if this is the route you want to be and you want to go to an art school, then do it. You know, no one else should have that power over you and no one should discourage you. So if you really want to go to an art school, go for it. I'm telling you, you can have a great time but also keep in mind it's not always laughs and giggles you know there are going to be times where it's pretty tough because again we we you have to invest a lot of hours for a particular assignment but if you this is what you want to be this is who you are then those hours of work are going to be great great experiences and a learning experience humbling experiences so you're going to learn a lot and be open to constructive criticism i know we artists in the beginning we are very very stubborn from learning feedback or getting feedback from other people, you know, from looking at our work, but be always open, open-minded about all that. Take them, take them all into you and use them and apply it to your everyday uh, work. And I'm telling you, you're going to get better and better and better. So be humble about your work, be humble about yourself and to others, uh, respect Others as well, you know, you you, you definitely do not want to become in somebody who's very egotistical. 
<laughs> but um, definitely keep going forward, you know, and uh, never be discouraged. Like I said, never take a no for an answer. Keep pushing yourself. Learn a lot of programs as much as you can. There's a lot of different softwares now for artists nowadays. There's a lot of YouTube videos, YouTube tutorials. Uh, I would suggest look into all of that. Get yourself involved in uh, contests or, or, or art-related organizations online. There's a lot of them right now, of course. Uh, and um, you know, just be, just also keep spreading your word and your and your work around social media. Social media has been very, very strong for us artists to use to explore our, our works for everybody else to see. So definitely get, get involved in social media for that matter is very, very useful. So I would suggest definitely use that to your advantage. But other than that, um, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, um, you know, set your priorities and just never, never give up or quit. That's for sure. Well, thank you, Richie, so much for sharing your insight and experiences today with our audience. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you very much, Cody. Thanks again to today's guests, Cheyenne and Richie, for sharing their stories and experiences with our audience. And thank you for tuning in to How to College for First Gens. Today's guest had so much important information and great experiences to share. I think among the highlights would be that art colleges can really be a place where art and creativity take center stage. Sure, there are art majors at almost every college across the country, but at art colleges, that type of work is really the focus and the emphasis. Additionally, at art colleges, students might get more unique experiences such as really cool internships or being able to network with people in the entertainment industry or even have professors who are working in the industry itself as well. I think it's also important to know that applying to an art college can be a little different than applying to a regular college. Obviously, with the emphasis on art, a lot of the applicants have to submit some sort of portfolio. As both guests mentioned, the portfolio is an important part of the process, so I would definitely take it seriously and definitely try to solicit feedback from those around you, be it your family members, your friends, your art teachers, and even the college representatives from art schools located in your area. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we hope that if you are interested in the art and entertainment industries, that you consider art-specific colleges along your journey. As always, you can find us online at howtocollegefirstgen.org. If you have any questions or feedback, as we want to hear what you think, what you're struggling with, and how we can help. If you prefer to reach us on social media, you can find us at howtocollegefirstgen on Instagram and Facebook, and at htcfirstgen on Twitter. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. Until next time.